This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social episode 24. I'm your host Maz and of course I'm joined by my very smiley co-hosts Ryan and Ben. How are we doing chaps? We all good? Mate. You made the guest leave. I haven't even introduced the guest yet. And you made I hope that gets done for copyright. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna gonna get Uh, demonetized already. Wait, before we say anything else, before we say anything else, what did I tell you? What did I say? We will beat Tottenham. You did. We've beaten Tottenham. I told you, I told you, we're always gonna win. Always gonna win. said it as well. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Every Spurs fan said you'd beat us as well, to be fair. So. Yeah. I think you're just covering the tracks, though. My Spurs mates are doing the same. They're like, Ben, you're going to beat us. Don't worry. I was like, you're just saying that because when you, if you oh, do no, lose, no. then you're. No. You actually me. thought you were going to lose. We, when, we'll get into it, I'm sure, but no Harry Kane. Yeah, there's no top. No Kane, no Kane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's no pretty Kane, much no it, but yeah. All right, well, yeah, True, to before be we do go into it, of course, uh, let, let's let's talk about... So we've got Simply Spurs, a.k.a. John, uh, on the show. So first of all, John, thank you very much for joining us. We do appreciate it. Um, so just quickly then, um, just for people that don't know, of course, um, you know, on Twitter, you've got quite a big profile. And of course, back in the day when Vine was popping as well, you were quite big on that as well. So just, just give us a quick sort of overview as to what sort of, yeah, how you got to where you are now and what you do, etc. So yeah, pretty much um, it all started. I think I made the account back in about 2013 and at first I just wanted to like provide Tottenham news pretty standard stuff like yeah it was back in the AVB era but then Tim the Sherrod obviously took over yeah, yeah Tim Sherrod came in and I realized like we're just a massive I mean I knew we were a big banter club but this is so <laughs> yeah. for me so I thought instead of just instead of, instead of just tweeting serious stuff I thought you know what why yeah. don't I just try and have a laugh on here be funny and yeah um the main thing though was obviously Vine as you mentioned and mm. There's a trend back in the day when a certain Richard Keys, that oh, a lot yeah. of people know. Legend. Banter. Basically banter. And I every song you could probably think of back in 2014, 13, I pretty much just made tons of vines of Richard Keys saying banter <laughs> to any song ever. I absolutely milked it, killed it, but it worked and it got me a big following. And then yeah. eventually I just evolved onto like 
other type of Spurs videos just came out of gags and seems like and, and how, how many followers did you have at Vine at like the, your peak? I think it was similar to Twitter. I think nearly thirty thousand. So not bad. They're all gone now, though, so that's that's not devastating. Yeah. yeah, I did. I was <laughs> my biggest like I wanted to get to a hundred million loops, but I couldn't do it. So I bought Boy, it. Spurs did. <laughs> Shocking. I was like nice I was like ninety six million. It's not good enough. That's it's like it's, to, it's Tottenham, isn't it? You're just so <laughs> nearly there. It's quite fitting, so Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, so oh fair enough. So basically yeah, you use Richard Keys um, as your vehicle to success, which is fair enough. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's I mean, a he's not a nice bloke, yeah. Exactly. I think it's harmless fun. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was just banter. And also as well, did did you have any like uh, famous people? So did like Richard Keys, did he ever like interact with it? Or did you have he any? He did. No yeah, way. Well, he actually... the... There's yeah, one but... time I think like, he must have blocked me when I kept doing it because obviously people were tagging in there and he was just like, he was this random Tottenham fan. Like, he, I'm sure there's old Richard Keys tweets where he'd tweet like awful opinions anyway. And um I think it was like start of 2015 where I was sort of coming to the end of it. I moved on to like, you know, your Willstone Raiders, Andy Tate, <laughs> Tim Sherwood. Like they just became like vinyl. That was like prime social media. Of yeah, yeah. Like oh, the, gold, the glory golden days. And um, I think I, I made a vine for Richard Keys and just like, I said like, can, he, can you unblock me? And I got a few Spurs fans and they just told him to and he did. And there's a tweet, I'm sure I can find it. I'll send it over and it was just like, Thanks, we'll try. He sent that to me, and then I, I just sent him a banter we'll and he blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> that, That's that incredible. Me. I was like, okay. yeah, cheers, banter so, vine, and then so basically, me and that was it. So you basically got him to unblock you, and then <laughs> he blocked you. I think it's probably like in the, it's got to be a world record for like fastest unblock and block ever. Like, <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. It Perhaps like yeah, oh That's mate, incredible. mental. That's incredible. And, and any other people interact? Because I know you, obviously, I, I work with you, so I, I know you've told me a couple, yeah. but what's the funniest, probably, like, interaction you've had with anyone else? There's a, there's a weird one, right? So there's one, it, it's very odd. So Kieran Tierney, when he was at Celtic, right, he used to, he followed me on Twitter, and he used to, like, like a lot of my tweets, the Vine, so mm. I feel like he was Secret Spurs fan, maybe. Yeah, Secret yeah, Spurs Yeah, we were linked with him a lot, and I used to not, I didn't really know much of him, and I was like, He's actually quite good, and I was like, he follows me, and I was like, like I hope he joins because then that'd be quite sick. But mm. then he started getting linked with Arsenal, and I was thinking like, this is a bit weird. So <laughs> I think I was you might I, you might have been there. I was drunk at a work like social at the pub. And I don't know why I thought I was like Kieran Tierney, you know, he's not even better than Ben Gavish, and I'd like go on go on my Twitter DMs, send him a message. I think I think I sent like a, nothing bad. It was just like oh. Don't join Arsenal, lads. Like you're going, to be, you're going to be defending Mustafi. You don't want to do that. Next, next thing I see in the morning with a like headache, and I see like you can no longer send DMs to this person. And then, and then, and then he signed for Arsenal. So, Unbelievable. Um, that's that, that was quite that's awkward. Cool. I was like, great. I'm sure. I'm sure that's the main reason he joined Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, must simply be. Simply. Has to be. That's incredible. Amazing. All right. Well, well, Ryan, say, yeah. Ryan, say your um. What was your Bobby Zamora one? Because that, that I was about to say hilarious. literally. Yeah, go on, right. That nearly tops the Bobby Zamora thing. Oh, mate. So I was what fifteen, and so what twenty sixteen on Twitter, and basically back then when I was fifteen, I used to rep knock up because I was like, yeah, 
young. And yeah, I just knockout season. He, he follows me. <laughs> yeah, it was called like knockout, but like with an X as the O, I think, or yeah, something sta- like that. Standard, and, um, that is. Yeah. Just, yeah, very standard. And then Bobby Zamora followed me. And obviously, I was just going fanboy. So I was like, oh my God, Bobby, you just followed me. I'm so happy. And he just replies saying, yeah, see, see you at work on Monday, you effing legend. And I was just like, <laughs> work. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, yeah, we got work on Monday. What do you mean? I was like, what do you mean work? And he was like, I was like, do you think I'm Anthony Knockhart? And he says, ah, top, top, top man. See you later. Take care, bro. Next thing I know, wow. I'm blocked. And uh, <laughs> it's just world class content right there. I just cannot yeah. believe he actually thought that I was Knockhart. That's yeah. actually that's that was so funny. That's actually oh, amazing. Yeah. That's so good. That literally may be relevant on social media, though. <laughs> After that, <laughs> people were just messaging me saying I was a Bobby Zamora's friend. Yeah, literally. Right, that was literally not reply. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I, I think Sandro. He he. Sandro, when he used to play for us, he followed me, and I sent like, oh, like legends, like stay at Tottenham. He left. Mm. So I feel, I feel like any, every time I DM something, just the opposite happens. So I sort of stopped it's like doing the lock screen jinx. It's the lock yeah. screen jinx, mate. I'm telling yeah. you. I've got older. I've matured I've... a bit. I'm, I'm not fanboying over these people now. Yeah, I just yeah. I won't mess with them. <laughs> yeah. I think oh. it's for the best. I think with your with both your track records, just don't DM anyone anymore. No, <laughs> I think just stay well away. But no, it well, made. Um... I used to DM yeah. um, Aaron Conley quite a lot because he used to follow me back in the day. But then he got too big for his boots for me, and he always unfollowed me. Well, he's deleting his account now. He's probably saw your tweets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he used to like wish me happy birthday and stuff when I was younger. And then now (laughs) he thought you were knockout as well. That's why. (laughs) Yeah, he probably thought. (laughs) Probably did as well. Um, I don't think he blocked me. He just unfollowed and then yeah, just. I unfollowed him back because uh, yeah. being stingy. Yeah, we, we were actually like on a, on a, a sort of to bring it down to a bit more of a serious tone. We would actually talk about um, the whole Connolly scenario as well because something sort yeah. of kicked off with that. Oh, so yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that later yeah. on. But anyway, no, John, it's a pleasure to have you on. So we will get into the uh, Spurs game and we'll talk about. It. So let's start off with you, John. Um, yeah, just give us a sort of quick overview of what you thought the game was like and it was just from a Tottenham perspective. Spursy. <laughs> But um, no, on a serious note, it was, as a Tottenham fan, going into that game, so we just got smashed by Liverpool. Like We were quite lucky to take 3-1. Mm. Kane injured, no Regulon. I think Aurea's fallen out at the moment. Um, I just, yeah, going into that game. And uh, the thing about Brighton with the awful home record, and it was the case, you know, Dr. Tottenham's going to come and save you. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, it, I think if you ask any like realistic Spurs fan, I think that game went exactly how I thought. We created very little <laughs> individual errors, costing us as usual. Um, yeah, we're shambles at the what moment. What I don't get is that Moussa Zizoko playing right wing back when you had Doherty on the bench. Was Doherty like, injured or something Doherty. like that? No, well... Doherty probably best he stays on the bench because oh, really? he started like I, I gave this is like the most maybe, depressed view I've ever seen in my life it's like, hey, it's got me at like my lowest point at Spurs no not the lowest point but it's it's not good it's awful at the moment like and what, what, what is it next? We've got Chelsea next. Like, what do you think it is though? Like, what, why do you think it's like? Because obviously you had a really good. Well, you won the league back in November, December time, and then it's all gone. A bit, <laughs> it's all well, gone anyway. a bit tits up for you since then. What? What? I think is it's, it down it's to somebody's missing Kane or? Um. Well, even with Kane, we've been a bit dodgy. I think it's two wins in nine. Um. 
I don't know. A lot of people moan about the style, but like people will be crying, like I'll get Pochettino back. But I think that game last night, it was like rewatching the three 0 at the Amex last mm. season. Like it, it was just as bad. Like it's it's really weird. Like we were sort of maybe it was the pressure we were at the top, and then inevitable Spursiness happened, and we go back to being a banter club. It's the history um, of the Tottenham. <laughs> like we were, yeah, literally. Um, it's it's a hard one to call. Like we without Kane, like he's our best creator and he's our best attacker. Mm. As soon as he's not playing, like we're even worse. Like some of these games we've been drawing recently, probably wouldn't have drawn without him. Yeah. Obviously, like Son stepped up for us before um, last what, season. I, yeah, I was quite surprised about how he didn't really. I, I, well, for me, he went missing yeah, he, last he, night. Yeah, he was missing. I, I just literally bailed, did not see him. You know, I think he might have made a, a couple of runs, but apart from that, we kept him quiet all night, and he's, that really he's surprised unbelievable. me. He is an unbelievable player, but he does have like March. form periods where he's just like he has purple patches where he's proper on it, and then he might go a couple of games. He's a bit quiet, but usually someone else will step up. I think if you look at our like top scorers, it, it's him and Kane, and then next mm. is like end on belly on two or three so <laughs> it's like us. Take, yeah it's if, like us yeah exactly like us <laughs> if you could take out you've only got Mopay not... yeah, <laughs> yeah if no, Son's no. not on it we're in trouble like yeah I haven't the last time Son was shooting was probably during military service in South Korea <laughs> like that's how bad it is <laughs> it's, it's that bad like <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> no, no, it, it was like yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I was very surprised, but you know, let's let's hear from uh, let's hear from you, Ryan. What what was your general sort of uh, overview of the game itself? I mean, I could go and like say and big up how good we were, which we were. But you know, we're going to all be very positive now, and all the fan bases all of a sudden potter in. And everyone loves him, and what makes me laugh is we've been playing this way for quite a long time now. I think it's only a handful of games where we haven't actually been good. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where fans are so easy to just turn over. When we've scored the goal, everyone's happy. And mm. luckily for us, we took a chance out of the many we had. Um, and fans are happy. And I like that's the difference, I guess, between scoring goals and not. Because the only reason why we are where we are is because we haven't hit the target enough. And I mean, you look at the amount of games we've controlled and we could have had yesterday where, you know, Connolly missed that um open goal um i guess you could say miss it was a good it was a good block from Alderweireld but you yeah, know you've got to be scoring mark. that at the end of the day yeah yeah um but you know you've got to be scoring that and you know that that basically was us all season really mm. and if it wasn't for that moment of magic really from i think it was Alexis McAllister found the ball and then Gross squared it across the Trossard other than that like we missed a lot more chances and that's yeah. what the story of the season's been yeah. And it's just lucky we got that one in because, mm-hmm. yeah, I think no, fans would have been saying Potter out, Potter out because we can't score. And it's just that's <laughs> the difference, I guess, a goal makes. But if you want to, yeah, it was just a brilliant performance. I think everyone was very good. I don't think there's really anyone that played poorly. I, I couldn't no, I agree. pick out anyone that was poor. I think everyone was very good. Back to front. Uh, Sanchez made a fantastic save uh, to keep us in it. Uh, so, yeah, all round brilliant, yeah. to be honest. Amazing. Ben, anything to add? Um, yeah, I kind of, I'll say be a realistic, I feel a bit bad for saying it, but like we definitely didn't show any improvement. I know we scored, but like we still missed so many chances and could have mm. won by two or three potentially. Um, but for luckily, we were lucky Spurs were really off it in front of Go and at the back really. Um, so that really did play in our favour, but there's, it could have easily have been the exact same issue that's been throughout the whole season where it would have been yeah. nil-nil, but 
we were fortunate enough to get the goal that we actually deserve for once. But um, mm. yeah, no, obviously I'm very positive. But yeah, we should have scored more for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm. And um, uh, just quickly, off, off air, so me, me and Bernard were talking earlier. And it's a funny thing. So, John, just quickly, just talk about how when you were making your dinner and then the first the game, sort of, you missed the first couple of minutes, didn't you? So, talk us through what happened. Yeah, I, I really don't like... What time was the kickoff? Quarter past seven, wasn't it? Yeah, I really yeah. despise these Sunday night ones. On a Sunday night, yeah. It's like, if you lose, you go to bed, it's like, it's, it's bedtime and you, you're annoyed. You've got work in the morning. You, it's like living in your head like, I hate my team. But I think I was, I was making myself a nice roast dinner. I thought, you know, I'll, I'll get it ready just as kickoff happens. So, um, but I think it, it took a little bit longer um, to make. And I think it was about the third minute. I walked in with my dinner. I look at the TV. <laughs> And it's trying to replay, and you, you've already hit the post. <laughs> and, I'm, gross, yeah. and I was standing there with my dinner, like, should I just go upstairs and eat in my room and like turn it off? <laughs> but being being the sad Spurs fan, I must sat through it. And yeah, just you, yeah, fair play to Brian. Like you were really good, but I do say Spurs didn't really put up much of a fight mm. until until Vinicius came on. I think Sanchez like made two really good saves, like the one from yeah. the header as well. I thought that was good mm. with his feet. But, um, mm. yeah, like, we were not offering a lot. I think because a lot of our sort of attacks do come from the wing-backs as well. And when you've got Sanchez, who's a centre-back, who tries to play football, and then Ben Davis as well, <laughs> who's not great either. He's like, you, you've got the better Sanchez. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> He had a really good game yesterday, and for me as well, like, um, what game was it that he really impressed me in? Was the was it the Leeds game, I think it was? Basically, he just I looked so much more short. Leeds. Yeah, like, I think it was, um, he just mm. looked so much more short. Oh, no, sorry, Fulham, sorry, Fulham. He was, yeah. he was really impressive like, in, that, uh, in that draw that we got. He just looked so, he looked so much assured and like, confident, and I just really liked that. And yesterday, he showed it again. Like, like you said, the one with his feet, he saved, and then the one from Vinicius was a class save. Like, that yeah. was mad. That no was chance Matty Ryan was going to save that. There's no way he would have got that. Yeah, he would have done a little pick full of his dinosaur arms. Um, But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but no, yeah, I don't think he personally would would have saved that. Um, But no, it was a good start from us. So you know, from the off, I think that that showed that that showed our intent. I think personally, you know, from the off, was it three minutes in, four minutes in, we've hit the post and we were playing some decent football. Like, and then we scored in the what eleventh minute? Football we play is seventeen. I think. Yeah, and it was just Alexis McAllister was just running it, completely running it. Mm. He was all over the place. I don't know if we've put him on steroids or something the last couple of weeks. He's just been yeah, unbelievable. Hates. Like, even against City, he was borderline unplayable at times. We only lost one nil in that game. And actually, that's mm. something I was going to say. We haven't conceded much recently either. And we were saying that we were leaking a lot of goals. I think we're now three clean sheets in a row. Yeah. So, yep. you know, we we're, we're, we finally tightened up the defence. I think White, Duncan, Webster are finally sort of getting to know each other a bit more because, obviously, White's new into the team. Right, again, he had another great game. Dunk had another good mm-hmm. game and Webster was good as well. Um, and you can even look again, fullbacks, both very good, Veltman and, and March. Mm-hmm. Literally the whole team was very good. And yeah, Alexis McAllister has just given us a completely different dimension in midfield. Yeah, like, he's just everything qu- that we wanted him to be now. Yeah, just quickly on McAllister. So there's something I actually had written down. So someone DM'd us on Instagram, right? I've got to read this out. Someone on, D- uh, on Instagram DM'd us saying, McAllister, so I- I'm going to get you guys to discuss this because this is a big statement. McAllister will reach oh, yeah. De Bruyne levels. He's already better than Kevin De Bruyne 
at this age. So let's <laughs> let's just discuss that because that, that's a big old statement. But I just replied at me like, to him. Like I've I said replied to him saying, "I hope you're right, mate." So John, John, you just were, from a did from you a tell Spurs him you're playing Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just from a Spurs perspective, how what what are your thoughts on McAllister? Uh, you know, when he came up against Spurs. Yeah, like like Ryan was saying, he, he was controlling the game a lot. I thought Pascal Groves was really good as well. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah really brilliant. It's like ugh, the weird thing is, like I'd say, like usually our midfield when it's Hoiberg, Sissoko, and Dombele, it's usually quite tight and solid. But mm. Hoiberg really wasn't at the level I'm used to seeing him at. Even though Ndombele, like he still had moments of like brilliance, and he probably was our best player yesterday, which wasn't. Basuma had him in the back pocket. I think. Yeah, Basuma ran down the field. He actually did. I, I, I can't he argue did. that. <laughs> 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 I just accept the fee. I can't. I can't make any point going. No, Ndombele's better. Like, no, nah, I just got to got to say it how it is. But um, yeah, Fair like, to you, mate. I yeah. think um, like, every time we went forward, it was a case of like just waiting for you to score. But I guess, as you've been saying, you don't finish a lot of your chances. That's so us every like, season, mate. Go forward, it? you're like, here we go, it's coming. It's like <laughs> unstoppable force meets immovable object type thing. Like, Brighton can't <laughs> score, but Spurs can't defend. And it's like, eventually Tottenham, like, we're, we're the best at, like, failing. So, <laughs> eventually, we, we failed. <laughs> To be fair, before the game, though, you literally <laughs> said that to us. You, you said, like, like in the work chat, you said that this is the perfect time to play Spurs because we're just not good at the moment. Like, you, you, this is your perfect time to play us. And it's to be like, fair, you were right. It's like Liverpool. They, they were awful before they played us. But I just know, like, they're very, very good team still. And I just knew, like, we, we're not going to capitalise on this. And we didn't. We were, we were so bad against them. And then... When, yeah, like you say, you hear Brighton haven't won at home for seven months, and it is it's Doctor Tottenham. Like T- Timo Werner's up next; he's going to end his drought. Oh, yeah. Like a oh, yeah. every yeah, Tottenham pen. fan will agree with me. You just know he's going to score. He's he scored against us for Leipzig. He's scored against yeah. us. Um, he's already scored against us this season in the League Cup. So, so yeah, Doctor Tottenham's going to. You see that stat like... about Jose Mourinho has lost his last three games to the Amex. He's never yeah. won at the Amex before, or drawn for that matter. He's lost every game mm. at the Amex. It's mad. So what's that under Man United? Only, only and club, Spurs. Yeah, and then you... yeah, yeah, the only club that he's ever done it to uh, three times mad. in a row. It's just nuts. It's mad. Uh, and the t- think of the team he's come up against as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the fact that Madrid, like like Milan. Oh, no, yeah. not Madrid. Sorry. Also, but even you think back in the first was it first season he was at United wasn't he so you think about the, the personnel we had in that team it wasn't exactly great was it I mean how we didn't yeah. go down with the players we had mm. second season wasn't much better and then we beat him with Tottenham I mean we've got a much better team than we had then but yeah we, yeah. we know how to beat Jose that's for sure yeah well you know it's not it's not hard when he just parks the bus all the time so it's uh, no, but, uh, no, yeah, joke, no that's a joke that's a joke but no just quickly actually Burnham just on this topic I actually did want to ask you a question so um, obviously you had Pochettino at, at the helm um, and then you replaced him with Mourinho and just to sort of bring a comparison as well so we we did the same with regards to we got rid of Chris Hewton and at the time there was a big sort of uh, hoo-ha and like people a bit of an uproar really in some parts of the fan base saying like why have you got rid of Chris Hewton you know um, was it the right time to make a change and I, I think similar it's fair, I don't know you correct me if I'm wrong but Spurs fans also had that kind of similar thing when Poch left so do you think like, did you feel that when that happened like when Poch left and Marino came in do you feel that within the fan base 
first of all. Oh, you still sort of get it now. Like people really wish we like people say the worst thing we've ever done was get rid of Poch, and like mm. to some extent, like there's parts where I can sort of relate and agree, but then like I'll reflect on what I was saying. Like near the end of Poch, like I think that last season, even we got to the Champions League final. Like it's still like an unbelievable miracle. Like <laughs> the fact that Lucas Moura scored a hat trick. I, I don't know. Like I'm still, I still watch it and think like is this edited or something. But it happened. <laughs> it's one of um, your vines, Bernie. It's one of the vines. <laughs> it's li- literally, like it's it's a miracle how that happened. But yeah, like that season though, our way from like we were bad. Like in the league, your your boys helped us get fourth that season. You stopped Arsenal. Oh yeah, in the last game, yeah, yeah. But yeah. so, when you laughed, yeah. we were we were uh, quite fortunate uh, to get top four that season anyway. And I think it was yeah, it was like once we lost that final, I think we had too many players who'd been there for too long. Who like Ericsson's, um, yeah, they just they'd had enough and they wanted to go. And we were bad like under the start of Poch as well. One thing that I, which I think some fair on Poch, he didn't get backed enough at all. Yeah. Some of his mm. signings probably weren't his. Um, and you'd think now with Mourinho, he would get backed a bit more. And mm. to some extent, he has. Like I'd say our squad depth's really good, but yes. And, and, and with, with regards to the... Um... With the regards to like style of play as well, because obviously again people moan about like Marino saying. So again, just to draw comparison again to like the, the Hutton, he was seen as a defensive manager, and people like sort of battered him for that. And now Marino is getting the same treatment um, as well. Now, like, does that frustrate you as a Spurs fan, or do you think he's the right man to sort of take you forward? At this moment in time, I'm gonna back him because under Poch, like we did it. We played amazing football. We had, I think it was the 2016-17 season. We got 86 points. I'm being at home. I think we won like 17 out of 18 home games. Um, Madness. And we, it's just we never won anything. Like I don't know if it's just a Tottenham DNA thing. <laughs> it's like I don't know. We could get anyone. Like Mourinho's the guy who's won trophies everywhere. If he can't win us anything, then it's not looking good. You're cursed. Like, it's it's yeah, it's, it's bad, but yeah, yeah. I was thinking when you brought in Mourinho, I thought because I was quite positive for Tottenham, and I thought that Mourinho would be the one to sort of if anyone's going to probably help you because you know he's going to give you that winning mentality that you definitely needed mm. under Potts. You played the pretty football, but you didn't have any. You never at any point really would have thought Tottenham were ever going to win anything under them, and I guess no. that's why you changed it up. And then Mourinho comes in, and I think well. If there's anyone that's going to win you a trophy, it's him. I mean, he's won a trophy at every single club he's managed. Um, for whatever reason, it's imploded at the minute. But I do think that he will get you a trophy at some point, whether it be this season now, I don't know. But yeah. you know, Was I, it, I wouldn't even be surprised second, if he went for a cup. He's got second season syndrome and he always wins something in his second season, isn't it? Yeah, the f- funny about I that. People are saying he skipped the second season. He's just going back to the third. He's just, he's just doing the failure bit now. Yeah, the third's where it all falls apart. Just yeah. like, skip that one. And then the final thing, I, basically my big sort of build-up to this is, um, it was actually us that essentially got Pochettino sacked, wasn't it? When we beat you 3-0. Um, that that yeah. game was essentially... After losing yeah. 7-2 to Bayern, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, that's, so it. that's that was it. A big, that was a big, like, I think I still remember watching that. And I was like, okay, like, these players can't be bothered anymore. This manager's not getting backed. Like something had to happen because I think if he stayed, I don't know what would have happened. And he let Aaron Connolly score a brace as well. So that's 
Yeah, I know. Can't even score a tap in nowadays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. True, true. It was good, good block by Toby. I was at that game. I don't know how he missed that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I was at that game and there was two Spurs fans next to me. It was the best day of my life, literally. It was so funny because <laughs> we went when we went 3 0 up, well, even when we went 1 0 up and these two got, well, as soon as they didn't celebrate, I was like, yeah, they're Spurs fans. And then when it went three, I literally turned around and was just like doing this and that. And literally everyone around me was because they literally left so early. It was hilarious, literally. When there's fans in your home end, it's just like, oh, get yeah. bin. It was one of those, Ryan, where you were like giving it some, just hoping that if it, it did kick off, everyone behind you is going to back Everyone's going to back you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, like, you're, you're all right because you're in the home end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're okay. Yeah. You're not going to be You're not gonna be in trouble. Saying, Ryan's <laughs> in the family stands. It's a bunch of nine-year-olds. are like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's why I was safe. I knew I'd be alright. <laughs> <laughs> if right, you if you were in a West Ham end, you'd probably been like maybe not, but you know, against yeah. Tottenham fans in the in the season, yeah. you've got, you got a right. fighting chance. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I, diver- I diverted us away from the game, so I apologise for that. I, I went into sort of weird, the, the Tottenham questioning. So just going back to the game then. Um, so yeah, first half again, like fair to say, I don't think Tottenham really did much in terms of sort of threatening. Like, we we had one shot off target. That was it. And it was from Steve Bergwijn. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't yeah. scored this yeah. season. So <laughs> Is he not? He, oh, he hasn't got, I'm certain he hasn't scored in the league this season. Wow. Hit the post wow. against Liverpool and that's it, really. Yeah. yeah. The highlight's real. Yeah, yeah. That's one for your first half highlight, Will. Um, so, yeah, again, you know, there wasn't really much to, uh, to for Spurs. But then for us, um, yeah, Neil Mopa had a chance where he could have hit it first time. Um, that was quite frustrating. He, he, that's one he just thing tries think... to, He takes too many touches in the box. Yeah, like, he just needs to shoot sometimes. Me. A lot of our players do that as well. I think we had the most touches in the box. Uh, I think it must have been all season. I can't remember the exact figure. It must have been like 50-odd. You just think, how many times could you have just shot whilst you're taking those touches yeah. in the box? It's long, mate. That's Honestly, what um, Carlo Angelotti did to Calvert-Lewin, wasn't it? He came in and he said, look, we need to turn you into a one-touch finisher. He said, because mm. that's how he trained in Zaghi. And he he did it to him, to be fair. And we need someone to take, teach Mope just how to hit it. As soon as you get the ball, yeah. just smash it. If yeah, you're in definitely. a good position, you just got to go for Mate, goal. He because, do you remember in the second you know, half? If, he did it again. He did it again when um, he could have put in, I think it was uh, Trossard. He could have just slid him in. I think we were like two, we were like two on two essentially with the defenders, and he just made the like yeah, he just did it way too late, and then he fucked it up. I was like, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. But to be fair oh, to Mope, he actually was very good yesterday. Yeah, no, mate, he, <laughs> he, was, he was good, mate. No, he, yeah, Mope, you're a cheat. Um, no, but he, he was actually good, mate. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not slating him, but like Ben said, he held, it's just like there's yeah. a certain bits that just frustrates me with him. Like he, he I know mm. he can be an unbelievable striker, and like, well, I say unbelievable, like he can be a good striker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. maybe not unbelievable, that's a bit of a stretch, but he can be a good, decent player. He just frustrates me with certain elements of his game, and I still, yeah. But, but he's still I don't get why people say that he holds the ball up well, though. Like, that's, I think it's just like it's going away from the fact that he's a striker and he should be scoring goals rather than holding the ball up constantly. So it's like, oh, he doesn't score goals, but he holds the ball up well. But like, we don't have any other mm. players around him that can score goals. He's meant to be the guy that's scoring the goals. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the thing. So if someone else was holding up that's, the ball for him, then that would be all right. That's why we... That's why we notice it so much when he's off form because, as, as we said earlier, our next um, top scorer is Connolly, I'm pretty sure, with two. So it's not like we're exactly blessed with goal-scoring forwards. So, you know, I think Mopé's work off the ball is very good and on the ball is very good. No, on his day, he can be very He can take on players as well. Yesterday proved that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's just the thing is he doesn't have that person that you can sort of just slip in and they're going to score because 
it's not going to happen. I know Trossard got his goal yesterday, and to be fair to Leo, he had a great game because he's got his fair amount of stick recently, uh, particularly from Maz. But from Maz. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll <laughs> so many people now. calling out Maz. Oh, <laughs> mate, yeah, I was getting, I was getting no, no, added no, left, right, and centre on Twitter. Like people atting me, going, "Are oh, you going to apologise?" <laughs> no, I'm not going to apologise. <laughs> oh, how about that? How about that? I will not apologise. To me at work about him a lot, haven't you? Yeah. Well, you actually, actually, John, you offered to do a Lucas Mora and a Leo Trossard swap. <laughs> so, so, to, yeah, yeah he, he wants I'm a swap. Leo, no, he thinks no. Mora's awful. I'm, I'm harsh. I don't even know if I don't want to be so harsh on Mora because obviously he's like our biggest player ever. The thing he did for us, basically, mm. but um. No, you're not rating him basically. I like him. I like him as a squad player, but he frustrates me a lot. Like <laughs> he doesn't yeah. do a lot, does he? Like he doesn't just. What does he really some, do? He can run. Like, yeah, That's sometimes he has good little movement <laughs> moments of pace, but I don't know. It's mm. weird. Like I think he just yeah. used all his powers in that one half in Amsterdam. So. <laughs> and he's <laughs> the police. Maxed out, and yeah, now he's just he's done. <laughs> I think everyone's confused because he's so good on FIFA and has been down the years. So everyone's like, surely this yeah. is what he's like in real life, but he's just, he's, it doesn't yeah. live up to his FIFA card. Yeah, right. No, uh, no I wouldn't swap. I well, yeah, so would, would you, just to have it now, like clarify live on the podcast, would you still swap Lucas Moura for Leo Trossard? No, I would not. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. You're a fool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give it some time. Give it some time. You ever watch yeah, Leo Trossard? Before I forget, before I forget, I'll YouTube comp. I'll, I'll make my mind up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sure there are. I think there are the few Genk ones, and I thought he was going to be the best player in the world, but he's kind of let us down so far. But look, yeah, sorry, before I forget, Pascal Gross. He was out of favour like a few months ago, wasn't he? And yeah. looked like he was going to be on his way out. No, no hope of ever getting back in the team. And yeah. he just—he was unbelievable. It has been so consistent recently. I think he was like first in like all of the stats. Like, I, was, even I was just about to the say, most yeah, ground covers. He was number one. Yeah, in that, which and also as well, he's got the most person. Brighton assist ever in the Premier League for us. Um, yeah. so, uh, like most accurate like, crosser in the league as well. Yeah, and also yeah. the third most goals for Brighton as well. Yeah, he's very, very, very underrated for three million pounds as well. And to be fair, I will take back my tweet. I think I put on five months ago because people decided to quote. <laughs> Not that you're counting. And... Not counting, yeah. <laughs> well, it got sent to me about four hundred times this morning, and I was just like, oh, okay. oh, "Come on!" So I put a tweet on in August or whatever it was, and it was. I just said that Dan Byrne isn't it, and Pascal Gross isn't it anymore. And ev- no one at the time disagreed with the gross one they'll disagree with the burn one and now look at everyone on burn and look at everyone on gross it's, it's just the yeah. flip-flops of football i guess but but, but Ryan, yeah I'll, I'll, it was I'll a reactionary tweet i'll admit it but i'll, I'll back on. you i'll back you on this I, I, at the time like even three four months ago i was the same i, I was i was in the same boat as you i, I yeah. didn't think i thought he's finished like for me he was he looked off the pace like he lost it well he didn't have any pace yeah. but he looked very slow uh sluggish he didn't really look interested and he, he for me he wasn't that kind of player but 100 percent, I, I take it back and he's been unbelievable and the impact he's had he's when i actually him. deep it like when i actually look at his stats for the last what four seasons he's been with us or three seasons whatever it is he's actually mad like the fact he's first yeah. for assists by a long mile third most most ever premier league goals for us uh, and he loves a Cruyff turn, um, which is obviously aesthetically yeah, very pleasing. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, pretty like, sure um, there was a stat about that. It was like price per Cruyff turn. Someone worked it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's, I think it was like twenty something. Yeah, I think he's bad. Oh, is it not real? Oh, no, right. he's bad. No. Oh, I didn't actually look at it. 
107,000 Kreuter in the Premier League. Oh, was it? Oh, right. I didn't actually look at it properly. I just saw it come up. Yeah, very much. Yeah, no, he's been brilliant. I'll um, I'll give him that. He's been brilliant. And him and Alexis seem to work really well as well. Because obviously, imagine what he can teach Alexis, you know, so... Um, no, sure. Yeah, he's he's a good player, and as as well, his uh, distance covered. I think is just insane. Yeah, he just cool. runs, it's, just doesn't stop mad. running. It's mad though, because if you didn't tell me that, I would not by looking at him. I would not tell you that he's like the most covered, like covers the most area. To be fair, he like, just doesn't. That's what I always say about when you're at the game when you're not, because when you're at the game, you'd be able to see him. You yeah, just be like, "Gross and stop running." You'd just be mm. like, "Gross and stop running." Mm. But because you're watching it on cameras, you get to see him then, and then you're off just the camera about. Again, so you won't be able to <laughs> yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. 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 The thing is, because Potter yeah, plays him in a much good. deeper role, and I think yeah. I think he's kind yeah. of found a new like bit of form in that kind of deeper role, being able to run yeah. into the box rather than yeah. being next. Doesn't to have to rely right. on his pace anymore as well. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the key thing. Yeah. That's the key thing. I like him in and, the deeper world. And then yeah. um, just to sort of round up the first half then, um, we also had a lot late uh, dunk header as well where Bale cleared it. So just quickly go back to you, John, on Bale. Uh, Bale the fraud. Yeah, but yeah. He's sort of been, is it fair to say he's been found out for like basically not being what he used to be? He's come back for some golf really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to come to play golf and chill in England, like I was so like you, the, the the hype when he came back because like yeah. it was always one of those things. Like once he was gone, it was like I, I think I tweeted a vine of him to like um, see you again. Like very cringe, but like please come home. And then he came back like <laughs> six, five years later. I was like, oh, can't believe it! Like he's back. And I was just like, I think every time I was like, oh, this is Gareth Bale, like. Once he gets running, like you're in trouble, mm. and it's just not happened. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Once Bale starts running, he's in trouble, isn't he? That's, <laughs> that's the thing. That's interesting. One of my yeah, theories, true. I think it's a case of like he's won it all. He's mm. he's won everything. Mm. Why, yeah, why does he like, care? The passion about... not there anymore. I could be. Like, I just yeah, don't think yeah. he really cares about anything in football at all. Yeah. I mean, you saw it. I in, think he's in Madrid. He just did not get on with him. So he's won four Champions Leagues, like. You, you, he's probably bored of winning it so much. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you going to win at Tottenham? Mate, might, he's just picking nothing, up that page. That's what you're going to win. Yeah. Might might win a league cup, but I think he. Well, fair, I, I think he was in the squad when we won the league cup back in 2008. So I was going to say though, get another one. If would he, he not like from from his standpoint? I know you're, you're. I know you're saying he's won the Champions League. He's won everything. Basically, he's won everything you can in Spain, right? But then, surely, like from a from an athlete and a winner's mind perspective, would you not want to win the FA Cup? The the, he's the not league. Winner, though, not... Is he? What's that? You'd want to he's win it for Spurs, though, wouldn't you? Like he should want to win it I'm for sure, Tottenham I'm, rather yeah. than winning it for himself. I'm sure he does. But think maybe, so? maybe he's just he's just obviously he's not going to be the same Gareth Bale from like eight years ago. Yeah, and maybe it's it's just not going to happen. Maybe it's just not meant to be for him at this time because the the idea was when we got him, I thought I like, feel like getting a violin wow, in the back. Kane, of I was going to say, Kane, and this is actually really sad. <laughs> Kane, Kane son Bale, I thought like. No one's ready for that. And like Marine yeah. could probably yeah. handle it at this moment in time. So <laughs> um, yeah, it's no, it's he's like he's, he, it's like he's ruining his legacy in a way. Just coming on, jogs around a bit. He has moments where I think like that was good. I think I know it's Wickham, but second half against Wickham two years ago in the FA Cup. <laughs> Again, no, that's like, why you should what be a little bit concerned, mate. I know it's Wickham, but he looked good. Like he looked very good, and I thought maybe like, the championship is his level then. Yeah, and the fact he scored <laughs> against us as well. He scored a header against us in, in the. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Be that in oh, it's the winner, wouldn't it? Yeah, if, if he's the only one who scores a Premier, if, yeah, you're the only team he scores against in the Premier League. I think 
you should get points deducted for that. Really. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite bad. <laughs> Oh, thing is i'm gonna break some spurs fans hearts here but realistically like he comes back to spurs which apparently he loves and adores like spurs is his club then he should have the passion and fight to be actually perform well i know we don't know what's going on behind the scenes but we know we know he's a good player he must still have talent so he should be playing that game and trying his utmost hardest but obviously he's but think- lost the love Mm. I, I don't know. It's a tough one for me. Like when I watch him, because I was, I was like John. Like even not as, an, as a non-Spurs fan, I was excited about Gareth Bale coming back to the Premier League. Like I was genuinely really excited just to see him back. And like if he can re- recreate what he did against, you know, like when he when he absolutely done Mycon, you know, for the Champions League and like those kind of yeah. moments where you watch him and like wow, like you're you're just for football, you're incredible. And it's just been such a like anti-climax where I don't think it's for me. It's not like he doesn't try. I just feel like he hasn't. He just doesn't have it anymore. Like it's just—I don't know what. It's like someone's like, done a space jam to him, and he just all his powers have just been sucked out of him. I have a Carl feeling he's sort of just like only here for like the cup game sort of now because that was only his second Premier League start for us. I think I saw like Spurs tweet like he's the only player who scored in all competitions for us this season, and even like our, our route to the League Cup final, he still got quite an important goal against Stoke. Again, I'm naming like very low teams that he's <laughs> scoring against, but. People are saying he's done absolutely nothing, but if we end up winning the League Cup, he's played a part in that. If we get fired, like, hopefully we win Europa League, I'm very unlikely the way we're playing at the moment, but like, we're, we're still in all competitions, which is weird, like, for how bad it feels like it's going. Yeah. That's the. Th- I think that's the big difference. It's like you, you're, you're, you know, you're a top six club. You're a big club, and the fact that you guys are annoyed at being fifth. Or, whoa, no, where are you now? In the league, we're league? sixth. Yeah, we're sixth. sixth. And so the fact that you're, you're Arsenal annoyed. are two well. points. Arsenal are only two points behind them. Know, they? It, yeah, it's, it's ironic how like, football changes. So around, around Christmas time, I I made a little Arsenal edit that was doing the rounds, <laughs> going quite viral, sort of like abusing them, going, "Oh, gotta love an Arsenal relegation battle." Oh, and I think no. tomorrow they're probably going to be above us. Yeah. <laughs> Chat to Brighton and then, man. It's that. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. That. That it's yeah. aged like that. It's just, oh. That aged terribly. Teams up Brighton. Yeah. We really should be beating teams up Brighton. So many comments to... in our, actually... in so, on our Seagull social when we've done the video. It's like, she doesn't represent us and shit like that. Just, oh, yeah. I, feel, I feel sorry That's for big. her. But... And when, she, uh, when Brighton even hashtagged it, didn't they? Brighton hashtag yeah. teams like Brighton in their caption, and she retweeted yeah, it going, did. oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, was class. That. that was amazing. Yeah, that was good chat. Good chat for Ben, though, when you, say about, um, when you say about the points closing in, Arsenal closing in on Spurs, well, we, can, we could literally, a few good runs, you know, you climb up that table quite quickly. It's very, yeah. very congested in there. It, and you look at the teams around us. I mean, I'm talking about Wolves, Palace, Newcastle. They play ugly ugly football like they don't create a lot at all um you look below us and you've got sheffield united fulham who have sort of they're a bit hit and miss and then um west brom as well who are just dreadful burnley Mm. they play rubbish football but they actually do take their chances to be fair but i'm talking about as i said the palaces the the i was gonna say i've got the table front of me now that sort of bit so one point behind burnley and newcastle and then only two points behind wolves in 14th and only five well only five points behind palace so in 13th we say we say fives a lot but then that's a couple of results you know we're seven points off that bottom three now so i'm being positive and looking up because you know it's very easy to look down because that's how the table looks but you know why not just look up you know because as I say, we play better football than all of these teams around us. And 
whether you want to call that deluded or not is true. Um, you only have to look at that expected goals chart if you really want. <laughs> so, you know, there's no reason why we can't just climb that table because you know, a couple yeah. of good results, a bit of confidence, you find yourself up there. Look at what Arsenal have done. I know they're a much, much bigger club than us, but, you know, a few yeah. good results and fans change and no, that's the thing. momentum changes. Confidence 12 points. Like 12 points behind Tottenham now, which is good. So we're looking at <laughs> 12 <laughs> points. It's, it's a weird no, season. It's, oh, oh, oh. it's weird. <laughs> Yeah, no. I, I look mad. at I look at the table. I look at the table, and I still look at it like if we win, we go fifth. But yeah, in my head, yeah. I'm like, we're not going to win yeah. that, are we? So why am I even thinking about that? <laughs> no, it's mad. We're going to get a fine. result out of Liverpool. I'm telling you, we will. Yeah, we'll keep up. We'll do that again at the end, Ryan. It's going to happen. We're going to get the positivity. We're going to keep it, it up. Um, and just quickly, John, just because yeah. we, we, we touched on it, um, I just wanted to ask you a quick question. Um, so we, just, we talk about, you know, teams like Brighton and how, like, people sort of do put us put us down quite a lot. Like, they disrespect us quite a bit, uh, especially on socials and stuff um, like that. Every right to do that, though. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I, I, mean, I, shit. Clowns. Yeah, I hate true. Sky so Most much. Most of the time we are, we are a bit poo. But my question to you is, as a supporter of a big six club, do you think it's disrespectful towards, like, us saying things like, teams like Brighton, and then if you do lose, is it more embarrassing? Because, like, for example, with that video, do you feel more embarrassed now that you've lost to a team like Brighton, so to speak? Or, like, do you not really, do you not get involved in all that sort of stuff? Uh, well, I think losing, like, every time we drop points to teams below us, it's usually quite embarrassing, I'd say, because we should be, we, like, I expect better from us, we should be beating them. Mm-hmm. But, um, the whole teams like Brian, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure like she wasn't just targeting Brighton. I think it's just no, like it could have said it could have just been like West we're, Bromwich we're at the bottom. United. Yeah. It's literally just teams at the bottom. But um yeah. I think it's just of course the two teams she says we end up drawing <laughs> and then losing to him and it becomes a massive meme. Poetic justice. <laughs> that's, the thing. That is, that's what you call poetic if gonna, justice. If you're, you're gonna mention teams, you just gotta like I would probably check the fixture list and be like okay, we don't play this team until, like, May, so <laughs> I'll, I'll call them out. But, yeah, like, fair play to, like, the Brighton admin. Like, it, you could say, oh, it's a bit of a cheap shot at her, like, cheap shot, but... No, That's the thing, play, especially like, after what happened with uh, Karen, what's her name? Karen. Oh, yeah, the... Like, obviously, uh, the, lead, the Leeds stuff. admin called her yeah, out for I, it. Yeah, and you're kind of thinking that, that did definitely provo- yeah. provoke Brighton fans to talk and at that girl, I can't yeah. remember what her name is. Yeah, well, we did, so, we I don't did know. on our Instagram, didn't we? We did, so, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if the Brighton Admin got told off for it at all. Yeah, ma- it. maybe, maybe. Uh, and again, I'm, it's I'm a quite bit... an interesting one to talk about later. You know, we, we're going to talk about the whole sort of social media thing. The Brighton well. Admin followed me on Twitter the other day. Did he? Who is, who <laughs> is it? Oh, well, I'll ask you off yeah. anyway. I'll be interested yeah. I won't answer it because I don't think he's allowed. But yeah, he followed me on Twitter the other day. So, hello, mate. Hello. I am a believer of sort of like when your team's on top, like, use the opportunity to um, yeah. enjoy yeah, it. That's true. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, what's the point of just being in fear? Like, oh, it's going to backfire if I say this. Because it's, what's the point of just living in fear all the time? Like, if, <laughs> exactly. if, if you guys are on here and just going like, exactly. oh, we've got Liverpool next. Like, I'm not going to make any jokes. Like, we'll, we'll lose. Like, no, like you've just been in Tottenham. Like, have a, enjoy it. Like, yeah, yeah. give it. Exactly. I can't, I can't. I've that's what I've been it, saying on Twitter all week. Mm. That everyone's been saying, oh yeah, but you're going to jinx it, Ryan. You're going to jinx it. Because I put a tweet on that morning and I said, today is the day where we beat Tottenham. And it got like 100 likes in like 10 minutes. And everyone was like, Ryan, you're going to jinx it. You're going to jinx it. You're going to jinx it. I was like, what's there to jinx? We're not expected to win this. Tottenham <laughs> are expected control. to win. So there's nothing yeah. to jinx. So unless we go and lose 5-0, then I'll take it back. But if we go lose 2-0, what's the... 
I'm yeah, jinxing we'll it because that's lose, probably the yeah, more yeah. likely result. You should, you should exactly. Look at it like, so it's a win-win. Like even if it backfires, you're going to get a lot of like interactivity and clout probably. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. And then if true. it wins, you're you're genius. So <laughs> yeah, the reason the reason why I, I was trying to post so much about it because like we yeah we won a home game in 2021 now. Oh, you won home game in 20. Oh no, what's what's the stat? Our last three home wins. Have come in, yeah. in different 20, years, yeah, so 2021, 2019, 2020, and 21. And like, yeah, yeah. if we're only getting one home win, in like the, every year, like if it comes around that, <laughs> that, sh- uh, that little. Sorry. Wait, so you're lot, obviously we're going to milk it as much as possible. They're both against Spurs, yeah. 2020 and 2021. Uh, oh no, Spurs was 2019. Was 2020 was Arsenal. Yeah, basically we love North London. Team. The last one we in 2019. We love playing North London teams. The last one in 19 was Bournemouth. I'm pretty sure because it was that one where we won two 0 I mean, there's not many to keep count of, Ryan. So you're probably right. There's not many to remember. Um, yeah. so you're, you're well, it was after right. that Christmas because I remember I was there. So I just remember. It. So, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then let's let's finish off the game then as well. So yeah, we, we sort of keep going off off in different tangents. But let's let's go back to the game. Um, so as well in the second half, um, we got you know again. Uh, <laughs> sorry, John, but there wasn't much to report on the Tottenham side of things. Uh, it was it was very much sort of all Brighton really. Um, and of course you mentioned earlier, John, the the, the save that uh, Sanchez made. It was actually it's fair to say. He was actually a, a bigger save than people made out because people was like, oh, he just hit his legs kind of thing. Mm. But he actually made an effort to kick it, I, I thought. So, um, is this so the that, header? Uh, yeah, the header, yeah. yeah header the header down, down yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I, usually that, I see that sort of creep in, but that, I thought that was a really mm. good save. I, I think his other one against Vinicius was the better save, yeah. obviously. Yeah, 100%. I think that one was World-class like, save. I think they, they were easily our two best chances. I don't think we really had any other ones, really, so... Yeah, I've got to be honest. There's no point, really. I felt threatened by Tottenham at all no, in like, that whole game, so. and that's not. Yeah, I just did not. I didn't even think for a minute, really, that you were going to score. Yeah. And I don't know. Around the 75th minute, I wasn't even looking at the scoreline. Yeah, around the 75th point, minute, maybe, they kind of picked up a bit, and I was like, "Oh, this is yeah. about to happen now, isn't it?" <laughs> On the grand scheme of the game, I'm just saying there there was very very little to worry about. It was similar to and, Leeds, um, wasn't it, Ryan? I, you I thought we were two or three nil up, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah, yeah. I was similar to Leeds. Like, I didn't feel threatened by them at all. Like. But then you then we're saying this about Leeds and against Tottenham and then against City. I know we lost, but we, we played really well. You know, we've got to give credit to Potter again because you know he's been, he's managing to cancel these teams out because although you can say yes, Tottenham are weakened and yes they were, but City weren't and Leeds weren't. Okay, they had Calvin Phillips out, but we had six out. You know, we've still got three or four out in the minute. So you know we we are yeah. weakened, but Graham Potter's doing the best of what he's got. And let's face it, it doesn't have a lot. So. You know, I think I think we've just been very, very good, and people have been so harsh. I think there's now two two losses in eleven, if I'm right in saying. Um, so yeah. people are saying this, but that's not a bad record at all. And all these little ones, we're getting draws in. It's frustrating, I know, and we should be taking these chances. But that doesn't come down to Graham. And on another side, you know, you're getting all these draws. That's points on the board. You know, that's points. That's points that Fulham aren't getting. That's points Sheffield United aren't getting. That's points West Brom aren't getting. So as far as I'm concerned. That's okay. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, I, I think it's, it's really important that we, even even those little, you know, those draws that frustrate us, even those, like you said, those little, like that point against, you know, against Fulham, it kept us apart, didn't it? We were, it made, made sure that we were still yeah. four points away from them. Uh, and the point was always going to be worse for them than us. Yeah. It, because exactly. they're below us. Simple exactly as that. that. Um, so, but yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And then going uh, sort of to the final 
two sort of big talking points. Yeah, we, we again we we touched on it a few times. The the save from Sanchez from Vinicius, which was Spurs's yeah best chance by far by far, and it was an incredible save. Like like we said, I don't think Ryan was ever going to save that if he was in goal. Um, and then that would have just I think that would have really put swung it towards Spurs uh, side. I think you would have kicked on from there. Mm. Um, I know you didn't create much, but I think if you if that had gone in, I I would be confident. Would have smelled blood and gone yeah, through. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, you guys definitely. would have kicked on. Um, but we were never going to score, so <laughs> we were never. So gonna makes score. it redundant. You were fine. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Kane's like quaver ankles just like re, like repaired themselves and he came on, then maybe we might have got a goal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and then and then of course yeah. um, the big talking point for us we again left very frustrated. Um, was it eighty eight, eighty fourth minute, eighty fifth minute, whatever it was? Um, Connolly and uh, was it Pascal Gross made an unbelievable little surgeon run. Uh, McAllister yeah. put him through and then he yeah, pulled Gross it back. Yeah, found some pace somehow. Yeah, yeah I, don't know, I don't know how he's gassed like he gassed loads of players. How paced like the whole... Yeah, yeah. I don't know how he done that. He's like the world's slowest man and he beat... Uh, who was it he beat for pace? I can't remember. <laughs> one of the defenders, John. I don't know who it was. Aldevira, I think. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, Toby's on the block. No, he's on the block. Yeah, Ben Davis something. Maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. Ben yeah. Davis. Anyway, whoever it was should hang yeah. their head in shame because if you're getting outpaced <laughs> yeah. by Pascal Gross, that is that is a shambles. Uh, but yeah, then a be- beautiful pullback. And a, and to be fair to, to Aldevaro, that was an incredible block. But yeah. let's be frank, it was. Uh, Aaron Connolly should have been tucking that away. He, he should have um, just dinked it. Yeah. You should know that, you know, if you've got Viral, Aldevaro, if you've got Aldevaro chasing you this whole time, you know he's going to come in and slide you. So just chip it. Just if a little Maybe dig he, has gone he, over. He must have been. Just, he must have been unaware. But then he should have. He should have been aware. Like he should have known where Toby was. Yeah, I'm not going to get on his back because obviously running. it's gotten to him. Hence him deactivating his socials. But I, I, you got to score that, Aaron. I'm sorry. You got to score it. Yeah. It seemed arrogant. It's like. It reminds me like when you're playing FIFA and you're like thrashing a team. You think, oh, I'm just <laughs> going like, to take my time and yeah. tap it. Because yeah. I, I said I yeah. thought it was an unbelievable block, but. He shouldn't be blocking that. That should God be a goal. Yeah. If, if it was 2019, Definitely. he would have tapped that in and it would have been the hat-trick, I'm sure. But <laughs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't speed. No, a little dink, I, I think, a little dink or just smash it as hard as you can. Just, no, just make sure that ball goes yeah, back just in the net. But Ben, you said it earlier. He did actually look genuinely surprised. Like when he's when he's hit it and uh, Toby's blocked it, he's literally looked back like everyone, like like with like his eyes wide open, like looked really genuinely shocked. So maybe mm. he didn't actually see. T- I don't know how. Yeah, he must. He must have been unaware. But yeah, he should have had a nose as well. What's that? Yeah, he didn't Toby Alderweireld as well. So he was like. Like half alive when he made that. Ball. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh mate, it was so funny actually. That reminds me. So I don't know if you guys saw it. Soonest after the game, he was like, "Oh, um, Toby, Toby Alvarez is, is a disgrace. He's a shambles." No, sorry, he was like Spurs are a shambles. They should have let him because basically he had blood on his mouth. So he had to go off. And they were like, oh, he should have kept him on for the corner because Brighton could have scored from the corner. And I was like, he's got, like, it's a, I think it's a rule. I think it's like an FA rule. That yeah, you you're not allowed off. to stay on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as yeah, he was like giving it a massive rant, yeah, he was like, <laughs> oh, he should have stayed on the pitch. What was he doing? I was like, what? Game's <laughs> gone. Classic soonest, though, isn't it? Yeah, bloody dinosaur, but it was brilliant. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Like, that was pretty much a summary of the game. I think fair to say that I think we were the worthy winners, really. I don't know if you can t- agree with that, John. Oh, 100%. You should have scored more. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. It could have easily been three. Like, it could have literally been that scoreline again. Yeah. The amount of chances yeah, we had. If, like, if Conley buries that moped the, a few. The weird thing is, I, yeah. I don't think Larice made any big saves. Oh, there's one deflected there's one. one. I think it's yeah, just the, the yeah, finishing, as you were saying. Yeah. I think mm. your finishing was just not what it should have been. Like, it's yeah. just no, agree. Not great. Yeah. Mm. 
Story of our season, mate. It just makes a change. We actually got one. Yeah, it's the new story of our season now. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, John, honestly, how long were you uh, go- sorry? How long are you out then. without Kane? How well, I've seen he could be back in two weeks. So if he is back there, oh, then that should be okay. Ho- hopefully, with I mean, it does. It serves still. him right, mate. It serves <laughs> yeah, him right that's true. Fouls he does. <laughs> oh yeah, let's actually let's actually talk about that. That's a good thing. What's this? The jumping into players. Are we really going to do this? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. Go on, then, go on. Then. What, 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 what don't you Our like opinions are going to differ here. Well, yeah. What yeah. don't you like about what Kane does? What me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, Ryan. Um, I mean, against the um. Okay, let's take it against us. I just think if you're going to back into someone, there's a difference between obviously holding your own. There's th- there's that. That's part of football. Stand into. If you're going to put, yeah. If you're going to literally put your whole body into them. If you do that, they are <laughs> going to flip working. over and they are going to hurt themselves. Eventually, they are going to hurt themselves. It's just, that's just how it works. I mean, I remember when it happened to Lalana on the edge of the box and how that was ever given as a foul, I don't actually know. Yeah, I was I'm sorry, as a penalty. I was outraged. Yeah, that's what I meant, penalty. It's a definite penalty. Yeah, I don't know how that was a pen. Um, <laughs> you say definite penalty. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's, uh, what's your view on it? What's your view on, on the whole Kane backing in thing? It's just the, dangerous. The, there are... It's, it's a weird one. I do think because it's Harry Kane and because a lot of Royal fans don't like him, I do feel like any time he ever does something like it, he's just going to get attacked for it. I think I saw Lacazette did it twice in the Arsenal-Man United game. I think I think it's one of those things where it happened. Yeah, it was given as a foul games. against Arsenal, though. I, Wasn't it? I yeah, I think know. he, he, I, can, I, I yeah, he conceded the foul. Yeah, yeah, because he done it to Paul Pogba, yeah. then he done it again at the halfway line. I think they were both given as fast as United. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I think it. I think it's the same scenario though, where it, it happens. It happens every game. It happens to a lot of players. But I think Kane's sort of just been pinned as like the his signature move. And I do see like it makes me laugh. I see a lot of Tottenham fans now. If a like if Lacazette does it, they'll just tweet a video of Lacazette going, "Oh, that Harry Kane's doing it again." <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've seen that. But I think no, my, no. the difference is for me is like Kane really bends over, whereas other players just stand. He like, looks stand back, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah sometimes like, he, he knows. It's the look. Aware. Aware. It's the look you, you're going to be aware if there's a player behind you. You don't need to look to know there is. I think you can hear if a player's running behind you a lot of times because I think I he know. does the look a lot. But a lot of players, like Lacazette, one again, he didn't look, but he ducks, so he obviously knew someone was going to fly into him. But what, what my okay, so my issue is then is like so. I, 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 just to be clear, I'm with Ryan and Ben on this one. I, I think Kane does do it a lot, like, and he does do it to. Well, I just basically my thing is my my sort of thing on it is why are you physically like doing going in that shape if you're going up for a header or whatever why is he in that sort of unnatural sort of bent over arch position with regards to that that's that's what sort of baffles me with the whole thing and, and again maybe it's not like just a Harry Kane thing it's a general thing when players do it so Lacazette your Harry Kane's wherever it might be I don't care who it is but just for me it's like why are they doing it why are they in an unnatural position like that because like, like we said with the Lana one for example he was not that for me that is not a natural position to be in. Like when you're jumping for the ball, like it's just not. So that's my view. He didn't it, jump but... for the ball. That's what I mean. He just he just yeah. backed into him to try and get a foul. Mm. That's literally, that's, it. and yeah. that's cheating as far as I'm concerned. Because I mean, he's not he's not going for the ball. He's if you're going for the ball, it's, it's not a attempt. Fair enough. But he's not. <laughs> that's Glenn, why I, don't I think said it before. Fair. But Glenn Murray used to do it. So which and but he would stand a lot more straight and he'd win the foul that way instead of kind of bending over and like really making the person fall over. Until yeah, that's the thing. I have like a rule about it. I don't. I don't see why. Like, because people go, oh, like it's going to lead to like a really bad injury. And 
people say, oh, it's karma for Kane. Like, even the one where Kane sustained his injury against, what was it, Henderson? I'm pretty sure, like, he got hacked out by Thiago earlier, which sort of was the main one. But the Henderson one, obviously, the one that goes viral. I think I, I was expecting, because Kane seems to get injured every season, like every January time. So I, it was one of those ones where I was like, I, I know it's just going to happen eventually. And then it did. And like Rubble fans were like loving it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one yeah. of those debates we could literally go on for, 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 for oh, hours, yeah. I think, with this. Um, no, no, we can't. I mean, look... We're right and John's wrong. <laughs> yeah. End of... I'm defending yeah, my boy. I don't Spot care. On, it's the only yeah. thing that keeps me watching Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough to be until fair, he leaves fair, fair play um, well look John you've been you've been a great great guest I really appreciate having you on um, anything else boys you want to ask Simply Spurs before he before he departs our beautiful podcast don't think so mm. cheers for the six, uh, cheers for the three points then, mate. it does mean <laughs> three points, goes a long, right, goes a long way in our uh, survival hope so for anyone mate <laughs> get your get your appointment in early next year and we'll do the same so. oh, thanks thanks we appreciate your charity work we, we, we really appreciate it's, 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 but no John honestly mate um, really, uh, really been good having you on and uh, hopefully we'll try and get you on for the for next season I think yeah that's it that's yeah, it for great season, lads. It? yeah it's been, been yeah. a great chat yeah, nice one mate great time appreciate hopefully it Spurs are a bit bit better the next time we do this but yeah. I wouldn't hold you won't be on you won't be on if you beat us mate yeah <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> right, peace. All right, yeah, brilliant. So we had John on who um, gave us a very unbiased view on Spurs, which was uh, very refreshing. And uh, yeah, it was a good, good little chat. Yeah. yeah, Ryan didn't kick off of it with him, which was good. That was always... Uh, first, first <laughs> Mate, <part. laughs> I don't if someone's not deluded. That's the... <laughs> Josh, if you're listening, that is a shot of you, mate. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, right, man, so let's let's crack on. So at the time of recording, it is deadline day. Um, so it's not actually finished yet. We're, it's 7 o'clock at the moment, and it's going till 11 p.m., if I'm not mistaken. Oh, um, we should have bought some yellow ties. That would have been so oh, good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yellow ties. Mate, we're not going to sign anyone tonight. Let's not get our Yeah, we're not. It's not going to happen. I mean, no. we at most, I think Max so Sanders big... will leave, and that's about it. Yeah, well, yeah, let's talk about Caicedo, or Caicedo, however you want to say it. Um, of course, he was confirmed. We all knew it was going to happen, but it was just taking its It's actually time. embarrassing. Like, why have we left it till deadline yeah, day? You know why, though? Because... Deadline day. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Just but, to, like, like, yeah, but no one cares. Yeah, Is I'm it not, just for the hype on Sky Sports? That's literally probably, it, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. more exposure, it. probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay. probably is. PR Masterclass. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and it's, is it true that he's not going out alone? Is that right? Yeah, he's not yes, going. He's staying. Apparently, it's going to be a couple of months till we see him, according to Graham. But we'll see. We'll see. It depends so, on how well he's. Is he going to go in the de- development squad? I'm assuming the dev squad. I, I, I think Graham said it with you'd, you'd how assume he, how he he's going to take Andrew Croft's position. <laughs> he said it just, can we just depends, depends about, on how he. Can we just quickly talk about that, by the way? So What's that? why does Crofts still play under 23s every game? Like, <laughs> what is going on? Is going I don't know. On? Love it, mate. He just loves his footy so much. He's about like Gareth Bale. This this bloke loves playing football. He's, yeah, he's forty three or whatever. It. He's like he's in his forties and he's playing under twenty three football. Love Crofty. <laughs> Love Crofty. Absolutely. Oh, sorry, I just I just had to talk about that because that was just weird. Um. Yeah, anyway, so yeah, so he's going to be playing alongside. I say he's going to be playing alongside Crofts uh, for the under twenty threes. See how he fares um, for them. So that was that'd be good. I don't think he'll be. Under, um, I don't know if he'll be. What a partnership in midfield that. Yeah, that would be class. Yeah, would be Willie. I don't know. Will he be I'll in the under twenty threes? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he must be. Yeah, 
Must be. Yeah. Won't be. Oh, he's too young. Uh, he's too old for the under 18s. He's probably too good for the under 18s as well. I imagine he'll go straight to the under 23s. Yeah. It'd be interesting to we'll see. see. Um, yeah. And then, um, who else? Anyone else? Incomings, outgoings, Ryan? Are you are Romano of um, the team? Mate, we announced a £67 million loss the other day. <laughs> if we brought anyone in, I'd be very, very surprised. Like, I can't see it happening. Imagine the um, scenes. Imagine the scenes. There's another badly photoshopped. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what we're going to talk about as well. Oh, right? oh, oh Photoshop. <laughs> honestly, I think anyone like Stevie Wonder would have done a better job. I think because honestly, it was it was no, but it wasn't even like no, but no, it wasn't even the Photoshop right. Like the Photoshop actually worked in terms of editing, in terms of like the blemishes, etc., etc. Yeah. It actually looked all right. But with regards to the picture they used, they used of him like looking as if he'd just come out of like a prison cell <laughs> and he's doing his mug shot and he's like, sorry. he looked like, like he was, his neck it was it not like in proportion to his head, so yeah. it was like he was yeah. like that. It was so embarrassing. Yeah, our was, media yeah, team. Very... We, need, we need to sort it out. Yeah. Fix up, boys. We need to. We need to sort <laughs> our media team. Look at no, look at the rest of just, the Premier League, just... mate. Look at the rest of yeah. the Prem. Look, do you see that J- Jesse Lingard announcement on West Ham? That's class. Oh, so that's yeah, what we sick. should be doing. Arsenal yeah, class, Man City class. Why can't we just do cool yeah. stuff? Why do we have to be so boring all the time? Like if we could just <laughs> like we've waited two weeks for an announcement and we get a poorly photoshopped Caicedo. Uh, with that's a, the... That's oh, the thing. An Ecuadorian flag, and that's about it. It's just. So but but that's the thing. They had so long to organise this as well. Like you said, they've had yeah. two weeks to organise a decent Photoshop and like yeah. a, a cool announcement video or something. Just make like a. And they do the Caicedo, and then they go Caicedo yeah. announce. You're like, oh, sorry, that's really funny, isn't it? Fucking yeah. Didn't do that for Percy Town and everyone else. We fucking yeah. Yeah. yeah, with the Joke. stupid oh, text mate. fonts things they use, as if that's quirky. Oh, it's yeah. just not. Yeah. So listen, I love I love the Bright fans. Like we we. We love giving the admin stick. Like shout out Danny Stuart Williams who uh, reps the Alzate page. Basically, like we had just beaten Tottenham, and then he goes, "Oh, what a win!" But announced Casado. I'm like, "Fucking yeah. hell!" Just give it one second. But it's just funny that everyone's just in the comments after beating Tottenham yeah. announced Casado. But, but you get that with like, loads of clubs, though. I think there's a lot of like people. It is banter. It is funny. Yeah, they just love they just love banter in the admin because especially if you get a nibble as well, you're just like, "Oh, job done!" Like you just. I just you wish know, I had like not so much the admin, but I just wish the whole like media team would do more fun things. Like they're so dead. Yeah, we just like, yeah, like yeah. I'm not like having pops <laughs> at like no, no, individuals. Mate, I'm just saying like. In general, we're just so boring. Like, can we just mm. do something mm. fun? Like, be, as a they fan, need Seagull Social running their accounts, mate. Yeah, That's mate, they is. actually do. They need us. They actually but need like, us as a fan, to, to run their accounts. As a fan, you want to see like the cool announcement videos or the behind-the-scenes footage and like the mm. bits of banter between the players and stuff like that. That's that's what people want to see. We don't want to see the training pictures for the seventh time in a day. Like we, we've seen it all before. We just want to see some like, who do you want to see now? Fuck seven. off. We see him every day. That's going to say no. Spot on. Um, I okay. might just tweet that later, even though we've assigned him. Just everyone just still needs to comment. Just, just yeah. say it and now it's going to say yeah, no. To be on to the next one. We haven't signed a striker. Now it's a striker. Well, talk, talking to social media actually brings on quite nicely, actually. Um, so a bit more like a bit of a sort of topic we, we wanted to talk because we, we're all obviously very heavily involved in social media. Like we all work in it and we all use it a lot. So we're very much in that kind of space, in that sphere. Um, but yeah, Aaron Connolly, for anyone who wasn't aware, he actually deactivated his social. So God. is it right in saying <laughs> he's Instagram as well as his Twitter? Is that right? Yeah, apparently yeah. he's done so both. Okay, so you done I both. Did, uh, and that I was, did see well, on his we're Twitter, assuming, to be fair. We don't know for for facts, but we're assuming it's down to the abuse that he got after the Spurs game for the miss he got. Um, so, 
Yeah, let's start with you, Ryan, because obviously, you know, we've all experienced it. We've all gone through, like, you know, social media stuff. Uh, but, like, what are your thoughts on that? In terms of the abuse, obviously, we don't want to see that at all. Um, but, like, yeah, w- w- what do you think was going through his head at the time? And, like, was it? do you think it was down to the abuse he was getting? I think the miss was the one. Um, I think that's probably mm-hmm. it. I mean, I, I saw... Um, I looked up his name, and I, I think he's the kind of person that would look at his name. Like, I'm not saying that to be horrible. I'm just saying he strikes me as that, that kind of guy. And... Um, all of it was just like all the betting people. Um, it was mainly just people who had bets on the on Aaron Connolly to score or on Brighton to win by more than one goal or something like that. And yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it would be like so much abuse. Like it's it's pretty disgusting. There's some of the words and that things that is being called. And like I I, I admit it is it's horrible to see that sort of level of abuse. Um, as I say, I've personally get it all the time. I think I've muted so many accounts now. It's a joke. But yeah. yeah, like it's just I just don't get why people think what that they can sit behind a screen and just say stuff. Like if you're like under sixteen or something, if you're a little kid and you just want to give people a, a bit of abuse and a bit of stick, like I sort of get it because yeah, you probably think it's you probably think I, it's cool and fun. I'm not saying it's I'm a good sorry, thing. I'm not I, saying I justify nah, it. I'm just saying they I'm probably sorry, think I'm it's sorry, all being cool. I, I don't but, think I don't think any age it constitutes like you shouldn't as a human being. If you've been brought up correctly, oh yeah, you I, I, not, if you've been no brought up how properly, old you, you shouldn't be doing it. Like no matter how old you are, even if you're twelve, thirteen, you know between right and wrong. Like to, to you know sending, mm-hmm. for example, because obviously we've seen it a lot. Where I'm not saying this is obviously the case, it's a case with Aaron Connolly, but let's just talk about social media in general. Like you look at um, uh, Rashford, you look at Tuan Zebe recently, you look at all these people. Like, oh yeah, getting sent racially, well, I think. Yeah, yeah, like racial, racially, yeah. like really racial hatred, and it's disgusting to see. But like for me, that's just that's like a human societal thing. It's not a it's not a football Twitter thing. It's not a oh yeah, you know that kind of thing. It's a society thing where there's obviously mm. still racism rife, and it's the way you've been brought up as a human being. So if you've been brought up in the correct way, you know right from wrong that you should not be sending first of all any abuse, regardless of whether it's about your race, about your age, about wherever it might be. Like you should know as a human being that what what do you gain out of sending someone a hurtful message about first of all their color of their skin or you know whatever it might be like what do you actually achieve from it and for me personally I don't, get... I don't care how old you are you should not be doing these things for me personally I don't get how people get away with it like surely this these people that you know if, if I wrote a, a, a racist tweet right now it would get flagged and I would get banned for maybe a few weeks or maybe get banned permanently depending on their policies and stuff so. These people aren't necessarily. Surely, these people aren't people that have just been sent a racist tweet on a one-off. Surely, these are people that have maybe done it consistently, maybe once a weekend when the football's on, for example, when a player does something wrong. What I don't get is how they get away with it. Like, who's following no, that no. person? Who's not yeah. flagging it? And how is it not? Yeah, how's it not getting flagged? It's because the they're, system yeah. or it's any because they're probably system. all trolls. Do not... They probably follow yeah. by all their troll mates, and they're all like, they think it's cool and quirky say, yeah. to start like sending people a stick and abuse and it's just like mm. i personally i just don't get it I, do, I don't i don't get what what you gain as you as Maz said i just um as i say i've i've received a fair share of it i mean i think if anyone follows mm. me on twitter you'll be able to see after stuff i get and yeah i'll admit it does get to you and it naturally does i mean i think if uh, not so much now i wouldn't say but during that summertime particularly i was getting so much stuff and it was just ridiculous and i think after a bit, you know, you you ignore that one and you ignore that one. You scroll past that one, but then when you when you look at, I think what got to me more than the actual comment itself, because I can take if someone calls me in there, like that doesn't really bother me. But if I look at yeah. how many people have liked that tweet, and then I'm like, ah, so I get say fifty to a hundred likes a tweet, they give or take, and then I see twenty five, thirty people have liked this, and I'm just like, 
That's when it's oh, like. So that's when it hits agreed. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm just you, like, you, you, it's a lot of people. Yeah, because then because then you start doubting yourself, and then you're like, yeah. oh well, if thirty people agree with it, it must be it must be true. And that's where yeah. the kind of um, you know imposter syndrome kicks in, where you're like, oh, I actually am what he's saying uh, to me. Yeah, thirty exactly people that. agree, so he must be right. Um, so yeah. no, mate, hundred hundred percent. And I think we've all I've got my fair share. Like even but even like banter ones, even sometimes even the banter ones will stick in my head until the next day. But not not that I'm mm. like not that I'm like crying about it or like um upset about it it just sticks in my mind because i've read it and it's like oh like mm. so for example let's yeah, just okay, as yeah. a very sort of loose example is like when uh, on twitter we've got a few where people were messaging going oh maz says i agree a lot for example right i don't get offended that's not offensive in any way it's just banter right it's just a joke but the fact that i'm now even remembered that from a week ago <laughs> it shows that it, it shows yeah, that it sticks okay. in your mind in the sense of, yeah but no, imagine if that if that comment was let's say maz is xyz or you know call me a racial slur for example that's not only going to stick in my mind for the rest of the week or whatever, but it's also going to have a negative effect on me because I, yeah, you know, yeah, true. Uh, you know, do you know what I mean? So it, it it definitely depends on the content. I think the content is very key. You know, we all make jokes. Like even our account on Instagram, we crack jokes. We take the mick out of people, and it's you know when it, there's a line for me that you know I, I love having jokes. Like my mates, we always say some some crazy stuff in the in the WhatsApp chat. But we know that when there's like a line to be drawn, and you know if it's going to offend someone, like you got to always remember. Is that going to, if they're offended by it, I'll delete the tweet. Like if someone messaged me going to Maz, like that wasn't funny to me, I'll delete it. But like, if, if, and I'll, I'll put my hands up, like, oh, sorry, like I thought it was funny. Uh, but if it's not funny to you, that's when you've got to, you know, really got to take people's, you know, opinions into consideration. And I think that's the key thing is that it's the, it's the, quant- it's the content that you use and, um, you know, the tone you use it in. And online, it's difficult to get your tone across, isn't it? Sometimes, like if you're joking mm. or whatever, like some people might just take it the wrong way because uh, mm. it's done that's online. That's why I always send Whereas, you yeah, voice, te- voice texting notes. with someone. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's exactly. it. Send exactly, exactly. so many arguments like, where people misread what you've texted. Yeah. You're like, no, I didn't mean it that way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, 100%, 100%. Like, hard way. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, uh, there's so many. Like, mate, we could talk about this. I could talk about this mm. for hours. But there's so many different avenues and reasons behind what, like, people, like you said, Ryan earlier. Like, people sit behind a screen and think it's okay to just chat yeah. absolute waffle. But um, did you say that, though, Matt? Did you see that guy? I think a couple of weeks ago. I think he'd done a series of Snapchats where he was being so racist to like, some oh, of these news I saw anchors. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he was made. He was made. Um, he was made out that someone found his identity and like screenshot him. His work sacked him like literally the following day. Really? And he put Instagram stories up being like, I'm so sorry. Like this, I, I know I fucked up, but I really shouldn't have said it. And like his, he was literally lying next to his girlfriend on the sofa. And she was, she was saying to him like, why are you saying this? She was like, stop it. And he just kept saying it like mm. thinking he was funny, but he was made out and like made an example of. And I just don't, what I don't get is how more people are made an example of. Mm. Like, yeah. I know you say they're trolls, um, but surely you can, one, get their IP address. And if Twitter actually wanted to crack down on it, get that person's IP address that's maybe tweeted racist abuse at Marcus Rashford five times. And make a, make a person, like, sorry, what did I say? Make a make an example, example. out of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 Then less people oh, are going to do totally, it. If they, mate, if they think, totally they, if they think totally they're safe you. behind some random display picture that they've got of some anime yeah. character, that's not, yeah, they shouldn't feel safe behind that. No, hundred percent. And, and, and I think Ryan, you mentioned it as well. It's like um, you mentioned about so when Ben was like, "Oh, how do they not get reported a lot?" Is is that thing? So, for example, right? Let's say we're in a group of friends. So let, let's say I've got my group of friends. If, for example, I say something a racist, for example, in my in my circle of friends, they're not going to report it because you know we're mates. We're like, they're not going like, to go to the police about it, right? But in on Twitter, because it's a public forum, if someone 
outside of your circle sees that, they're going to report it and make a make a point out of you. But if you're just mm. followed by like-minded people and ignorant and narrow-minded people, yeah. they're not going to report it because they're like, oh, that's fine. You know, what he says something racist, but I, I, I've got the same views. I'm not going to report it. So that's how you get that whole sort of bubble where they live in this bubble of like ignorance and just being dumb uh, mm. and thinking that all the things they're saying is fine because their friends agree uh, and they won't call them out on it whereas obviously we've been we've grown up in a very you know we're very fortunate we've grown up with manners and you know general life skills that we know that what's right and wrong so if one of our friends was racist we'd be like well no mate that's not cool is it like don't do that yeah. like we'd call them out on it whereas i don't think these people do uh, which is no. i mean you see a tw- you see like a post on twitter and then you scroll scroll past all the replies for that funny replies, and you get to that bo- the bottom bit where it's like these following tweets have been hidden um, because they might be deemed offensive, or whatever. And you click on it, yeah, and you just think, so "How the hell is this? That. How the hell are you getting away with some of the shit you're saying?" Yeah, like, yes, it's, it's been crazy. hidden, but it shouldn't it's even crazy. be in its own separate folder. It should just be yeah. gotten rid of. If you think um, it's going to be offensive, like Twitter obviously have yeah. the the equipment to go, "This is offensive. Let's hide it." Then surely just get rid of it, like full yeah, stop. This is what I was going to say, actually, about um, how you said, you know, outlets could probably do more. And the way I view it is on Instagram, you're pretty protected on Insta. Um, Obviously, I've been on Instagram more than I've... Well, I've been on Twitter a long time as well. But when when I can put something on Insta and I can then mute them or I can block them or I can literally uh what's the thing that is now it's restriction so you can restrict them so they can comment but no one else will see it so they won't know that they're blocked so they won't think that they've won or they've got to your head you can just restrict them so they could be commenting no one else is going to see it um so i I use i use that sometimes just if like someone's sending me a load of hate and i'm just like getting a bin just restrict them they they can still comment whatever they want but no one else is going to see it whereas on twitter Mm. you can just say whatever you want and there's a thing on there's a thing on there I think you can hide people's tweets, which is ultimately pointless because it basically, it literally, you know, I think it's hide replies and you can look on hidden replies. It basically highlights yeah. what you've been called yeah. or told. Yeah. Or, and it's just like, that's literally made the Here's whole Here's a special pointless. folder so, of all your abuse, basically. Yeah, literally. It's just so pointless. You can't delete. Yeah. If yeah. someone's engaging with your tweet, you can't in- delete their comment or something like that. Like you can on Instagram. You can delete other people's comments on your feed, yeah. but you can't do it on, in- on Twitter. That's and I think thing. that's what's wrong with Twitter. It's just so accessible. No, and it 100%. seems to be like a, I think, I like think a trend just, on Twitter. Just to, yeah, God, hang just, on. just it, to summarise like Hang on, Mouse. It seems to be like a trend on Twitter to be arrogant and an idiot and just say, like, even just like, didn't ask, don't care. Like, fair enough, that's a mm. bit funny. But, like, I mean, when it goes a bit further and then people are trying to just always try and bring people down and it's just like, well, mm. you know, Twitter don't do anything about that and it seems to be cool on Twitter to do that because you'll get a load of likes for basically putting someone down for what they've done and I think that's yeah. what the the problem with Twitter but, but is on, it's just a toxic community. On that Ryan though the, the reason the reason why they do that you know you, you of course know why is because they're doing it for clout so like basically the more yeah, outla- exactly. outlandish thing the more the outlandish things they say on Twitter and it gets retweeted they think they like oh I've done something here like you know if they get 10 retweets they're like oh that's well funny I've just mugged someone off and they just do it just for like an ego trip like a, a, Yeah that's what I mean to get those get those and they don't really mean it um but just just finally just for me personally just to summarize the whole sort of social media thing and the whole thing that happened to aaron Connolly is look look i you know i work for hot bible and we, we we do you know make jokes we crack jokes online like I, i'll be a hypocrite to sit here and say oh you know i'm not part of the problem because ultimately I, I could be but my my whole stance on it is it's fine to critique players it's fine to give your opinion it's fine to you know the whole point of Twitter is that is what it's for. It's, it's a platform to, to voice your opinion. And it's great. That's what's beautiful about it. 
But when it just just for me, it's just a simple black and white matter is just don't go beyond the point of banter and joking and getting personal about their appearance, about their race, about you know anything that's something they can't help. Do you know what I mean? Or like go to a point where it's like it's too much and you're you're physically sort of well you're you're tormenting them mentally um by saying stuff that's just outlandish and crazy and stuff like we should just know not to say so for me it's like carry on what you're doing but just uh, like in terms of um your tweets and voicing your opinion but just be very careful with regards to like how far you're taking it so if you're telling for example let's just say for example someone's tweeted Aaron Connolly saying hope you die that that is such a that is such an overreaction to to what's happened. Like he's to missed the goal. Happened, yeah. yeah, he's he's missed the goal in a football match. That does not warrant you to tell him to kill himself. Like that's just mental to me. Like that's crazy. Maybe tweeting going, "Oh, Aaron Connolly, that was really bad. Like that was crap. You know, don't like please don't miss again." That for me is calm because you're giving your opinion. You know, to, yeah. to an extent, you cost where, me twenty quid. That kind of thing. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, like, that's calm. But don't go to the extreme of going like, "Hope you die," or like you know, making threats to their family and all that kind of stuff. I hear and see it's just nuts. Yeah, I don't get how. Yeah, even if even if you that. think it's lighthearted, saying "I hope you die," thinking that's kind of a light, that, lighthearted yeah, thing. That's nuts. It's obviously not lighthearted for that person if you were saying you hope you die. Imagine yeah, like, if you said that someone said about yourself, and even if they thought it was lighthearted. It's not. Like, it's, yeah. it's a pretty well, no, but imagine, like, Yeah, imagine someone, let's say, again, this is getting quite deep now. I'm very wary. I yeah. don't want us to get we'll too deep. We'll move on but, in a Yeah, we'll move on. Because, but, but just for example, if someone's having suicidal thoughts, for example, and you then said to them, go kill yourself... Well, that's not gonna that's not gonna help them, is it? In mm. their in their current no. mental he- health of state, that's like the last thing they probably want to hear. So yeah, just basically, don't be a dick online, and just be careful what you're tweeting. Like, if, what's your opinion? That's great, and that's the whole point of Twitter. It's, it's the beauty of it. But just don't make an overreaction to what the situation is. Like, it's nuts. It's just mental. But yeah. Mm. Anyway, we're, we're, best wishes we're, to Aaron though. Yeah, we, we hope that he hasn't got that right. abuse. Um, He'll be alright. Yeah, he, he comes back. Um, yeah, hat trick against Liverpool pending. Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's talk you about do that Liverpool celebration then. again let's to everyone it. who sent him abuse and just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Another celebration. Um, oh, all right. mate, why Keep always me mate. lifting up his shirt? Or he does out of my all to our own fans. Oh, yeah, <laughs> runs to an empty away stand. Yeah. yeah, but Ryan, kick us off um, because you um, you are Mister Positive, and I loved it last week. Yeah, right? kick us off again. We're gonna we're gonna battle Liverpool again. Of course we are. No, I don't know about battering them, but I do think that they're there for the taking. Like, without sounding delusional and over positive, like they've got that Nathan Phillip or Nat Phillip, whatever his stupid name is, uh, the irrelevant one in <laughs> centre half. He's not that good. I mean, you know, Conley can yep. deal with him. Is he, what, is he the one with the long hair? Yeah, so they, um, got, they got two. They, no, he's got Phillips a big beard. And um, Williams. Oh yeah, Phillips and Williams. Yeah. Phillips is the one that Phillips. played. Um, so basically, Williams is the against the West Ham. One. Yeah, yeah. One, oh yeah, Phillips. Yeah, Williams is the bad one. Yeah. Phillips is the oh, one that's okay. Oh, Phillips God is okay. Knows. Williams is the bad one, yeah. basically. Basically, whoever the centre half is, <laughs> he's not very good. So we're going to do here. With the long hair. Yeah, long hair. Probably. Yeah. Long I, mate, hair. I literally, yeah. I don't actually know. Because I, I don't that's really the bad one. notice yeah. at Liverpool. That's like know. saying that you didn't know if Marouane Fellaini had an afro. Like, he's that's <laughs> stand that <laughs> I need to look at it more then. I don't know. I, I don't know what his name is. But yeah, they're centre half. They've got, they've got a crisis with injuries. Apparently, Mane might be out. I'm not sure if it's true or not. But I've heard there's a, I heard he's a doubt, or he could be, you know, a bit touch and go. So, you know, why not? They're there for the taking. Salah's okay. He's in unreal form after that game against um, against West Ham, and actually watching yeah, that, that was a bit of a humbler mate, potentially. But mad. yeah, he that goal, <sighs> yeah, that second one. goal. But, was just oh man, have you not? Oh, it's a great goal. Shakiri's um, ball was unbelievable, and then that touch yeah, from Salah was. was just yeah. silly. 
But look, we're going to beat them. Look what we did to Tottenham. I said, I said we'd beat Tottenham. And we could have gone on about how oh, but they could do this, but they could do that. No, but they didn't. So that's all that matters. No. And <laughs> then you look at the game at the Amex, one all. You know, we probably should have got more out of that. They had uh, Salah in pretty good form at that point. So let's be honest, we pushed him to the wire. We can push yeah, his big yeah, clubs Yeah, Diogo to the wire. Jota was their best player, wasn't he? Exactly, Jota was on fire. And, and I, think, I think if uh, Sanchez was playing in that game, that goal wouldn't have gone in. So I, I think they're there for the taking. I really do. They haven't got Jota this time. and We've got Sanchez in goal. We, our defence has got a lot better. Um, mm. And I think midfield has also got a lot better. And even going forward, if we can do what we did to Tottenham with Trossard and Mope working well together like I did yesterday... There's no reason why we can't go and beat them. Mm. Well, the thing mm. is, we, we go into it full of confidence. Like, I think it's probably the most confident we've been all season in terms of oh, like, previous results. Um, just the way we're playing, um, the personnel. Like, I, I feel like, I don't want to jinx it, I touch wood. But I feel like it's all starting to finally click into place. And so. just, just for me as well, the consistency, Just I know it's only two games. But the fact that Potter's stuck with the same starting lineup for two games in a row. For yeah. me, I was actually was really buzzing about that because just it just showed a bit of like faith in the players that he's gone with and um it's just you know keeping the same system keeping the same personnel just helps the team gel better uh personally he's cementing that, that I mean, midfield as well science. which is good to see yeah. and as that as uh our guest said earlier spurs um what's his name spurs john, uh, spurs. john. john. Simply spurs. spurs. oh my god that's so bad i'm sorry um <laughs> yeah um as john said their midfield's normally so reliable and hoybier in Ndombele, etc. So, you know, if we can do that with McAllister, with Gross, Basuma, that that three works really, really well. So if we can do that to Liverpool, I really don't see any re- reason why not. I mean, look what Burnley did to them. Burnley mm. beat them for the first time in four years, mm. nearly. Liverpool lost to Anfield and, and it was to Burnley and it was player, Ashley Barnes. Barnes. Ashley Barnes yeah. did it, mate. So yeah. if Ashley Barnes <laughs> can score at Anfield, yeah, with yeah. a stupid celebration, there's no reason why we can't get something out of it. And even if we get a point, I'll be over the moon with that. Yeah. Well, we got a point against them last time, and we actually, mate, yeah. I remember that game. We actually played really well. We, yeah, we, we did. were unlucky just to get a point out. Conley of that, missed so... that one on one that he should have yeah. scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. going back to Conley. I didn't even think of that, but yeah. But no, mate, mate I, I'll be honest. I, I, I am. Right. So, with this one, it's a difficult one because you talk about, you know, they're there for the taking, but then they've gone and beat uh, West Ham 3 1 with a very depleted team. Um, and then they've beaten Spurs 3 1 as well, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they've got. Neither of those results. sides are beating us, uh, by the way. Just saying. Well, well yeah. actually, Spurs yeah, beat true. us in their place, but still. No, Spurs beat us, yeah, first game. And West Ham, uh, we should have beaten them. But anyway. Uh, but yeah. no, but West Ham, uh, since then, have been on a really good run of form themselves. So the fact that Liverpool sort of dismounted them quite easily with a second string team was quite worrying. Uh, but I do I do know what you mean. Like, they do have the, their, you know, they're missing their, their centre-backs. But I mean, they're signing, was it, Razbacks? I was going to say, they signed Schalke? about six centre-backs today, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every Instagram post, they link with a different centre-back. Like, yeah. How, how many centre-backs have they signed today? I haven't really seen. Uh, two, I think. Uh, the one for I think Kabak and Schalke. Preston. Yeah, Preston. Preston. Preston and Schalke. So they've got Schalke like, but, relegation in Germany in a yeah, championship team. Yeah. To be fair, yeah, that Kabak is unreal on FIFA. So if there's anything like he is on FIFA, he's going to be unreal. For God's sake. We're basically, <laughs> we're basically being link, linked of... with Ben White and you get some like German relegation centre-back and also Preston <laughs> centre-back. Yeah. Oh, actually, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to speak about that, actually, about Ben White. I mean, one, it goes to show that Liverpool aren't going to be making the move for him if Kabak does go on to do well for him. Um, mm-hmm. Because Benji, according to one of my lovely people that messaged me on Instagram 
said that Ben White isn't going anywhere long term and likes he's not going anywhere. Brighton. Not going anywhere. He's he's very happy. He's uh, apparently worry. happy at the at the club and hopefully hopefully that's all true. He said as long as we don't get relegated, because obviously that will change things. But yeah. as long as we're in the Premier League, and I think to be honest, even if this is just a psychological thing for me. I watched Ben White play the last few weeks and he looks much happier. I don't know if that's just me mm, thinking yeah. that, but he genuinely looks a lot happier. After that result last night, he was he was bouncing everywhere. Yeah, he, he was ran over really to, happy. He ran over to dunk, didn't he? Yeah, like yeah he looked like it was like little brother. And I was just thinking, <laughs> hopefully that does work like that with Dunk and White being little brothers. Because, well, uh, you know, yeah. White's been there for as long as Dunk's been there nearly. White, White signed in 2015 or whatever it was and Dunk's been there since 2009 or something. So... Dunk's able to sort of bring him through the ranks, and if he can teach him what he what he knows, you know, he's going to be very very good. And actually, I noticed that with White's ability to chest the ball, and there's only one place he's got that, and that's from Lewis. Because I'm not being funny, Lewis Dunk's got one of the best chests in the game. I haven't seen someone yeah. have the ability to bring down a ball on his chest so many times as Lewis Dunk has over the yeah, he loves it, last no. few years. Yeah, he's just. Man, I tell you what, so. I tell you what, what another thing he's picked up. Well, I don't know if he's picked it up or they both had that trait, but the fact that they both do it, Webster and White, the, the way they carry the ball out of defence, like even Webster done it like yeah. three or four times yesterday against Spurs. I think I remember one of them. He did it from like from our box to nearly their box. He just like, ran, just yeah. slalom through. I know. And uh, that, yeah. like the traits that he's picking up uh, and hopefully, yeah, he can learn from Webster and from Dunkey because, well, I suppose Webster's similar age, but, you know, he can still sort of yeah. learn some stuff from him, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so excited about that for that three, like back three. If we can keep them fit, yeah. like, you know, keep them all fit, keep them playing together, I think that could be a really solid foundation just going mm. forward. And Webster was actually, and... didn't make a mistake, did he, against Tottenham? Because I was yeah. worried that when he's yeah. in the left... Yeah, I was worried when he's in his left, he's like a bit shaky. Yeah. Sometimes he could make a mistake, but he looked solid. He, Mate, he, he kept. Um, he's really. Who was he? Was, really was it Bale? He was. He was marking Bale, uh, wasn't he? Can't remember. Anyway, he was. He was doing really well. Yeah. yeah. No, mate. Honestly, I like. I just feel like, yeah, the fact that Potter's now sort of, you know, giving a bit of consistency with the formation, with the personnel. I think he's really proving it now with the with the results that we're getting as well. And you know, why not? Let's be positive. Why can't we get a result against Liverpool? Because they are missing, exactly. you know, a lot of their centre backs. They are missing even in midfield and like, in, well, attacking wise, they were playing Rigi, uh, Salah, and starting Rigi, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and like, so the fact that they're sort of relying on the Rigi now, and I saw a lot of, uh, by the way, a lot of Liverpool fans slating him, saying that he's like, he's awful and he's not good enough. So, you know, if he's not, if he's misfiring, you know, hopefully we can keep Salah quiet because he is, he's um, like, he's yeah, he's the one you've got to keep uh, quiet. Yeah, if we can keep him quiet, there's no reason why we can't get a result. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens, I suppose. That's the, that's all we can do. Hang on. Um, one last thing. You know, you're saying the consistency about having playing the same team twice in a row now. If yeah. you look at the best teams from the Premier League and how teams, when you look at a team that are in form, they're usually playing the same players week in, week out, maybe one change here or there. And that's something that we haven't done all season. It's been so many changes constantly. Mm. And hopefully it'll be really good to see the same starting eleven start again. Because I've got confidence in every single one of those players. Even yeah. Joel Beltman, who, when Lampty was oh, injured, mate. I thought this is the end of it. And now he's, you know, he like, forgot about Lampty completely. Like we have looked, mm. it's pretty much the same team without him. Great. But yeah, I've got so much confidence in every single player. Obviously, if Mopay can get a goal here or there, that'll be that'll be the chair on. By the way, I, I, the yeah. I want to talk about the fact that I I was a big advocate of playing Veltman at right wing back. I remember when I said because we were playing Ben White for a couple of games, and mm. I just didn't rate him there at all. I was like, we don't Ben White is not a right wing back. Like, why are we not playing Veltman right wing? And, and you know, Potter, um, as Ryan would say, Potter's definitely been watching the podcast, and <laughs> he must have said, look, Maz has said it. Yes, so. 
got to put him right wing back. Um, but no, I, I, I'm really, like, I'm actually very, going into that Liverpool game, I'm actually really confident. Like, there's no reason why we couldn't get a result yeah. again. And, and we, like, like, like John said earlier, we're in a, we're in a win-win position. Like, if we lose against Liverpool, it's like, all right, fine. Like, you know, we're expected to lose. And then if we beat them, we're like, unbelievable. Like, we literally can't lose. Like, in terms of, you know, saying the things we're saying now, we cannot lose. It's impossible. But also as well, and quickly, then, uh, before I forget, uh, Mac apparently, apparently Mac's got a hamstring uh, uh, oh problem. No. So he might be out for the next game. He better Yeah, because uh, Potter, said, Potter said it earlier. Uh, We've got Lalana back though. That's a positive. Yeah. So but mate, actually, is, oh, mate, if Lalana starts against Liverpool... It's, it's, not, it's not serious, by the way. It's not serious to McAllister. It's literally, he said it's just um, it's tight or he, he feels like he pulled it a little bit. Um, so it's not it's not serious at all. But what's the, what's the worst thing? Even if he doesn't play against Liverpool, like if we keep him for the for the game after, I don't. We'll see probably that, save you know, him for Burnley yeah, then, yeah, then if that's the case. Yeah, yeah. if we save him for Burnley, I, I'd much prefer that to be honest with you. Yeah, um, yeah. It's written in the yeah. stars. Lalana starting a centre attacking mid because McAllister's not up to it. And we're gonna win. Yeah, we're gonna win. Can't we we are. The he actually probably, he actually probably will start him when he because of the, the fact that he played at a thingy uh, Liverpool last season, wasn't it? Played for 30 seconds in the reverse fixture. So he's, he's kind of owed, owed a bit. He's owed a bit. Um, but yeah, there you go. All right, chaps. It's been, a, I think it's been an unbelievable podcast. Another another one. Uh, unbelievable. So yeah, again, for everyone listening and watching on YouTube, uh, we really appreciate it. So please do like, uh, leave a comment, like and subscribe. If you did enjoy it, of course, we're not going to force you to do that if you didn't. Um, and uh, well, if you're here, if you're listening now, to be fair, I mean, mm. if you didn't they like are, it, mate. fair they are. <laughs> if you If you made it this far, you definitely liked it. Um, so, and yeah. also, shout out to everyone that like, messages us comments mm. and saying how yeah. much they love the pod like it means so much cool. and it's, it's just yeah it's great to see how everyone oh yeah it seems like everyone loves the pod yeah. in the famous words of Maz I agree I agree uh, so I'll, I'll yeah. be told I say that a lot <laughs> if, if you made it this far <laughs> to, say to that play Maz devil's agrees. advocate though Maz <laughs> yeah, to play yeah. devil's advocate though Maz <laughs> yeah to play devil's advocate um, so no yeah if, if, if I have uh, if you have made it this far put in the comments on YouTube I agree and then we know you made it this far and of course please keep <laughs> streaming it as well on Spotify shout and out Shout out Pacaraban as well, the, um, <laughs> the unnamed, the, un, the masked man. Like, who is he? Yeah, I don't but know. But shout is. out Pacaraban anyway. I really want to, really want to know who he is. Yeah, he's class. But no, uh, again, really, really appreciate all your support. And we lost Ryan's attention because he's. he's it away. looks like a pigeon has flown into Ryan's room. He's literally just like. <laughs> I knew I had it somewhere. Pacaraban. Oh, <laughs> <Baca Raban. laughs> millionaire. Of course you have millionaire. Yeah. Of course you have millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be smelling Amazing. nice, mate. Got to be smelling nice. <laughs> class um, oh yeah and don't forget check out Ryan's appearance on um, the BBC South the today Beeps. oh yeah um, that was yeah. pretty ben, cool I was on BBC Ben was last week Ryan was this yeah. week and yeah. I'm going to be I think after Burnley I believe because I think Liverpool yeah, be more likely lads yeah yeah, yeah maybe um, sorry before we go just to say how much I lost my head when we actually scored like, I was watching the <laughs> Spurs game with my nan and granddad who are both Spurs fans and they were like in their own away end if you sort of follow me on Twitter like they were literally sat on the sofa right at the back and when Leonardo Trossard scored without thinking I ripped my jumper off without started flying it around <laughs> and just, Unreal. I've completely lost my head <laughs> oh, you might have to do those live watch alongs uh, after all maybe um, oh, yeah. there's no way I'm going to watch my nan left at half time yeah, mate. Oh, I and left at half time. That's so brilliant. Like, what? Well, she actually like leave to go home or just leave the room? Yeah, me and Sam, were, my brother, were joking like, "Oh, Nana, you're gonna leave at half time." She was like, "Ha ha!" And then she actually did like get up when during half time. I was like, "Look, I'm gonna go." Actually, and we were like, "Oh, it's really? what?" And your granddad stayed. So long, but... oh, um, yeah, granddad's living here at the moment. 
Oh, okay. But just quickly, on that live watch-along, me personally, I don't think I would... <laughs> I'm just like, for me, the whole concept of watching someone watching a football match is just mental. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just find I that whole concept so bizarre. It's like, it's, I think it... The... I think it's like listening. You're listening to a, poc- a live podcast whilst watching I the game. That, yeah, but I, no, I get that, but True Geordie does that, and I, I, get I do it. that sometimes. I get it, right? If let's say, for example, if us three were watching it together, but if you're watching me on my own, all I'm going to be doing is swearing at the TV oh, and yeah, calling no. Trossard shit. No, we have shit. to be together. So we have calling, to be together. Yeah, like calling Trossard shit. That's all you'd hear from me. So that's literally mm. all, all. Oh, and just quickly to clarify that, actually, uh, Trossard, give me a bit of consistency, and um, yeah, I'll take it all back. That's it. You can join the Trossard uh, fan club with me and Ben if he yeah. if he keeps yeah. his consistency up. Yeah. <laughs> On it. Right. Peace out. See you after the uh, Burnley game. No, Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool game. There you go. <laughs> In a bit. Peace. Bye bye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.